Hey guys, I'm Jason Guyman, host of the King of Pressure Wash podcast. I am a self-employed entrepreneur. I grew my pressure washing business to a million dollar business in just under five years. And now I'm helping hundreds of pressure washers start and grow their pressure washing business also. I'm helping you so that you can be the king of pressure washing in your area. Today's show is going to be an awesome show on the King of Pressure Wash podcast. Are you ready to get to the next level? Let's get started. I'm in here with King of Pressure Washing, PressureWashHelp.com, and today I got some pretty cool guests on today. Um, I've talked about him in the past, and he messaged me like, hey, you want me to come on? And I'm like, heck yeah, I always love people when they come on. But before we get to that, um, I had an amazing class this weekend. I think we ended up having like 14 or 15 for Christmas lights and six or seven, eight-ish for pressure washing class. It was an amazing class. Um, of course, on my way back home, I was driving, and... I had a blowout, so I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to get this live in tonight? And I think that was the world's fastest of me finding a tire, going, buying a tire, buying a rim, and putting it on. Luckily, I was about a half a mile from the exit where it is. So, with that going on here, um, how's everybody doing? I'm waiting for some comments to come up here, so there we go. We got Mr. Chad Cox. Yo, what's up? How are you doing tonight? Um, you have static feedback. Um, class was awesome. I have static feedback. Well, let's see if I can fix this. I don't know if I can or not. Let me see, make sure this mic is turned off here and see if that helps at all to see if I only have one mic turned on here versus two. So is that any better? So, you found that screw I put in there. Yes, right. You must have put it in there pretty good because the whole thing fell off. I was right in front of um, I was right in front of the Honda plant, and luckily there is a, um, a thing right down the road. Um, Carrie was there. Great training and info. Wish I could have stayed for more. He had a birthday party to go to, and that's why he was not there. So, let's get started here. Um, so tell me, who are you, where are you from? And so, um, tell me, who are you and where are you from? And just a little bit about you and your family. Yeah. So, uh, I'm Chris. I am originally from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, I've spent the last 15 years in the military, um, last four as a reservist, uh, just a quick background. So about a year ago, I had about a hundred dollars in my account. Um, after a horrible divorce and essentially like had about two weeks to pay my rent or I was going to be homeless. Um, and I didn't want to be another statistic, especially with like the homeless vet situation in Charleston. It's actually horrible even up here, uh, which we'll get into that a little more, um, later on. And since then I found pressure washing and since then, I mean, We've just been running it, you know, just grinding it out, and it's really, you know, saved our life and been able to make it to where we can even get back to the homeless veteran population out here. Awesome. So you went from being homeless to being divorced. Um, those are always two um, amazing things that suck um, in rough life. And, um, and, and I know I've been there. I, I've been there. Uh, been there, done that, and it's no fun. I wasn't almost homeless, but I was divorced. Um, and so, you know, that can be rough. And obviously, you probably have kids, and that don't make anything any easier. So that was luckily one thing that I did not have there. Um, so with that, um, um, i got some people. Yeah, your guys' audio is a little bit rough. And I, I'm trying to make it better on my side, but it is what it is. So I, I don't know if I'm... What's the best going to be the option here? Hopefully, we can get through it. I can hear you, but we um, see what we got going on here. But uh, with that, um, so obviously, you went from being homeless and you started. What made you decide, hey, I want to start a pressure washing business? Yeah, so it's funny. I, I went on Indeed and um, 
that I, I found an exterior cleaning company. It was like, well, you know, the, the advertisement was like, if you work your butt off, you can make 85,000 years uh, technician. So it's like, okay, cool. Uh, hit the apply button. The dude emailed me like the next day and started working for him. And ever since, I, I just, you know, just literally saved me to where I could pay my rent and provide for my family. So, um, when that, um, once you started, what were some things that you had to overcome that make you think that you could actually start a pressure washing business? Yeah, so uh, one of the things I had to overcome is um, spending money to make money. Uh, that, that was a really hard one for me in the beginning. And uh, what I mean by that is most of our money this year has honestly gone into marketing. Um, you would you would not even believe like what I have on the back of my truck. It's probably not even worth that like twenty five hundred dollars. And we've been able to do seventy three thousand with that twenty five hundred dollars worth of equipment. Uh, but what I learned early on is if you want to make money, you got to spend money in marketing. And we're even learning that as we even develop more, that we really should be spending more time and money into marketing. So that was our biggest hurdle in the beginning. Yeah, but I thought everybody out there said that you have to spend all this money on equipment to make money. And if you don't have all the biggest and greatest equipment, you can't make money at that point. Man, I need to, I need to figure out who these people are. Because <laughs> they, they're probably mad when they see the back of my truck. So that's pretty awesome to see. You know, this is one thing I pushed hard this weekend, even, you know. Um, you know, Saturday or um, Friday was hands-on, Saturday was marketing, and Sunday was hands-on. And this is one of the biggest things that I push is, is marketing, 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 you know. And a lot of times, you said it best, it's hard to invest in ourselves. We don't look at money going out in marketing as investing in yourself. And if you don't invest in yourself, that can be very bad. Um, obviously, you're not going to grow. You're not going to do anything. Um, and it's not about the equipment, right? You did $73,000 this year without having amazing equipment. And one other thing that um, this is something that I also, um, this is something that I also push is, you know, I think that, um, I think that with, with, with marketing, um, this is something that, you have to keep doing, right? It's not something that you're going to do. And so with this and you starting your business, what are some other things that you've been able to do being that you've started your business with this? Yeah, so uh, one of my goals truly was to get off the truck as soon as possible. Um, and April, uh, which was really just, what, four or five months into the business, we were able to make our first hire and now uh, we have two techs on the truck to where I can get off and focus more on sales. Um, so we we read the email and we really want to go towards being more of owners and hands-off managers and techs. And uh, that was a huge shift in our mindset, um, especially when it came to marketing, because we realized that in order to have people, um, you really, really have to market and make the money to keep them, or otherwise they won't stay. Um, yeah, this is a good question here. So what kind of marketing have you done so far to get to where you're at right now? So really, a lot of it has just been uh, yard signs. You know, we, we just do 100 yard signs a month, but actually, um, we talked today, and we're going to increase that to 200, mm -hmm. and we're just going to hit 50 a week, because um, previously we were doing 25, and also, we've been throwing out the clip flyers, so putting them in the newspaper drops. We'll do like a thousand of those, but we're also going to be increasing that to four thousand. Um, so we're going to be dumping two. We, we're going to be going from one grand a month of marketing, which is about ten percent of our revenue, to two grand because we want to double what we're doing. Um, and I really feel it's, it, it all comes down to how much money and time you're willing to spend into it on what you're going to make. So one thing about you all, you don't have no competition where you are, do you? Oh my gosh, we got juggernauts out here, man. I, I, I haven't 
Stephen tonight, but uh, we got old Rivertown. He's right down the street. Uh, we always figure out a way to put our yard signs in the same areas. <laughs> um, and we got uh, Bird Dog. Bird Dog's right down the street. They're extremely successful. Uh, they were ranked number one for a while, but now we, we've actually passed them in the Google rankings. Um, and then you got uh, Clean Image, which is right, I mean, he's literally right next to us, and he got his business to uh, two million a year at one point. So we got some heavy hitters in this area. So I know we, I haven't seen Chris in here. Um, Chris Johnson has not been in the house here tonight, but you know, Chris is one that he came on a couple weeks ago and you said he's literally right down the street from you. And you know, this is one thing that, you know, a lot of people, I see it so much. They worry about competition, right? They're so worried about competition and you know, it's not about the competition, right? It's about, you know, if if you're so worried about the competition, it's going to hurt you, right? You know, you know that the pricings are out there. I guarantee, and we know what Chris, Chris was said his average ticket, I think, was over $1,000, right? So that means he's charging a lot. So that means you can charge a lot, right? It means you can charge those pricing too. And you can say, well, they got nice equipment, they that, but no, they can literally charge the same thing at the end of the day. And so this is why we can do this, you know, and you were saying that, you know, you're going to do 2,000 clip flyers and 400 or 4,000 clip flyers and 200 yard signs. I think he was at like 300 yard signs a month or something crazy, right? He's at two or 300 yard signs a month. So he's putting out some yard signs and he's throwing some clip flyers. And so with that, you got to be doing the same thing. And it's all right to be throwing those clip flyers in the same spot he is, right? And that way they got a choice. You can either pick you or them, right? And so who is going to be the one that they're going to pick? Well, we don't know that. But at least we know that, you know, they're going to charge the same. They're going to be about the same pricing. And so these are some things that we can look at when we're dealing with this here. So with that said, what are some things that you have done that might not – or what have been some hard times that you've had to deal with and overcome? Yeah, the, the big thing, um, and this is something you say a lot, Jason, and it, it is so true. Uh, you have to know your numbers, and you've got to track your numbers. And that's one thing, like, I'm airtight on, and I'm looking at, like, percentages of everything, like, how much are we paying our employee? How much are we making an hour? Like, are we moving fast enough to actually make – 300 or more an hour. Um, are we keeping enough for taxes? You know, you know, do we have enough to donate to the homeless veteran shelter? Do we have enough for us to even, you know, have a house at the end of the month? So these are really important things that like you have to know your numbers and you've got to know what you got to make in order to be able to keep that business running smooth or otherwise you're going to stall out and the business is going to die. One thing that you said that I I know I know what you said a while ago that you've donated over seven thousand dollars to the homeless shelter and it's probably went up since then I'm sure which I see you smile like uh, awesome which is amazing right and so you know that's the thing that I love about helping people start and grow businesses is that you can go in your own community and do work in your own community and that I can't say you know that's that's un- that's unlimited of words that I can say to that at that point. What have you been able to do by giving back into the, your own community, by you being able to start your own pressure washing business that you would have never been able to do if you hadn't started that? Yeah, um, I think philanthropy is the best thing to base any kind of business on, you know, is base it around giving back to the community. And one of the cool things is, um, I, I didn't tell you about this, Jason, but I literally took my guys out and we went out there. So we're not just giving them money, but we're giving them time too. And we went out and we washed all the, the houses that they had out there. We washed the building. We talked to everybody. You know, we talked to all the veterans that were there. And you know, we were able just to give them a little bit of joy and some, you know, companionship uh, as well as like we were taking pictures too to do Christmas light designs for them. And it's like, there's something about it. Like, it's cool making money, but, you know, when you see that you can change somebody's life, man, you can impact it. There is absolutely nothing that will replace that in this world. There's not enough money for me to ever replace, like, what we were able to do last week. And what are some things moving forward that are you going to try to do to help out the community in your area? 
Yeah, so uh, one of the things we want to do, um, they had a, a big donation. It was over a million dollars, uh, unanimous donor. And they need help. Uh, so they have like 41 tiny homes that they're trying to build. And they have it's about 73 people on the list because there's um, 300 homeless vets in the Grand Strand area. So they don't even have enough homes. So a lot of times they're having to send these people to, like, other shelters or, like, hotels for the night. Uh, so one of the things we're going to do is, in our downtime, we're going to go help them build these houses. Um, we're, we're super excited about that. You know, we love the fact that we're making it to where we're taking a lot of these guys off the street. A lot of these guys would be a non-vets in the Gulf War. I mean, they're, they're true heroes. And, you know, you hate to see them end up like that. Um, and some of them, they just end up in bad places because of the things they've seen and gone through. And, unfortunately, I was one of them, but my situation was a divorce. And, you know, it wasn't as bad as them with the PTSD. So we're just glad that we can get back to them. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and that's that's something that words can't explain, right? That's something that you can't get that feeling no matter what you try to do. Um, and that's a feeling of hope for them, right? I mean, to see people coming in and talking to them and cleaning their houses and, you know, and you're talking about doing Christmas lights for them. And, you know, that's amazing thing that you can do that, you know, that's words can't put enough to that, right? That's, that's pretty awesome to that you can give back to your community. And that is amazing for them. Um, with that, what are, what's, what has, um, what is your goal for 2022? So, I, I, did, I did not know. I, I was like, man, I'm going to just go out and we're going to make a million this year. That might have been a little too high. <laughs> but uh, now, like, we we, uh, we see the numbers enough to where we can actually set up, you know, a crazy goal, but, you know, also one that's achievable. Um, I truly think we can get to 200,000 in our first year. I, I really believe that. And we're going to like grind it out and make it happen um, and just continue to grow from there. If, if, so you want to do 200,000 in your first year, which is a freaking amazing. And it can be done. Um, that's what's awesome. And so with that, um, if somebody is just starting out or maybe there might not, be have self-limiting beliefs what are some things that you would uh, advise them to help overcome those yeah um i think the best thing to do is you know really like dig deep down and ask yourself like what is your why like why do you actually want to do this and i feel like my why is, is so strong like even through the dark times i've been able to get through all of it. I mean, because we've had, like, some valleys in this already, you know, within the first year that, like, I always remember my why, and I always remember, like, why am I even doing this to begin with? And that right there, if it's strong enough, man, it will get you through anything because the hard times are going to come, man, but they're not here to say. Just remember that. So, Bonnie, um, I, we've heard a lot from Chris. Let's hear a little bit from Bonnie. What has <laughs> Uh, obviously, what 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 is your role in the business, and how have you helped with the business? Um. So, hello, I'm Bonnie, his wife, and I do the kind of the sales and marketing side of things. We both do it, but while he's out physically in the field, um, I focus on that. I also go out and do estimates and quotes, uh, build relationships with the the customers. Um, yeah, basically the admin side of everything. Awesome. And what have, what has the journey been with you, um, through this whole thing? It has been, I would definitely say it's been challenging. Um, so I was working full time at a chiropractor's, uh, office before I came over full time to the pressure washing business. And um, it's definitely a big shift for me. Um, I've definitely had to work on my mindset. I've had to constantly feed my mind with positive affirmations, with motivational um, speakers, um, with your coaching. And, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. But I'm not going to lie, it, it's been challenging because – I am not naturally one to 
be excited about sales, and that's like what I do now. And so it's been um, it's been great, but yeah, it's been challenging. Um, what is um, so? Somebody asked a question here: the veteran and pressure washing in the house. Emmy, so another veteran from Jeremy Marsh here. Um, so with that. Um, you know, we don't usually have a lot of females in here. What is what are some things um, as the female side of things that could help other wives or other relationships with um, their husband being on the pressure washing side? Um, I would definitely say you can always you can add to the business. Like, don't think that um, you are not benefiting your your business, um, we bring something to the table that naturally, you know, it's just a different role. Um, men are the doers and we're detail oriented. So I might find out more details about the customers or, um, you know, send someone a birthday card or, I mean, you can always add little things to the business that would be missed otherwise. So just find your niche and work together. Luckily, we're opposites, so we work out. But, <laughs> but yeah, and you have to work together and give each other grace. Um, TKS, how long they've been in business? They just started this year, right? In January. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, it was. It was kind of like December. The December was literally like the first month. Really, this is. I say this is more our first year. Gotcha. Um, and so what are some things that I'm trying to think of some questions here, but, um, so what, what is, what are some challenges or you had talked about mindset, right? And I'm always talking about mindset. I think mindset is probably the number one reason why people can't grow a business. And so what are some mindsets that you've had to overcome, um, that might be challenges or whatever that might be? Fear, just fear of rejection, um, fear of, you know, doors being closed in your face, um, you know, especially being a female showing up to do an estimate, um, you know, I've had people look at me like, you're, you're doing the estimate, you know, um, so those are all things that I've had to face head on and basically I've dealt with that through knowledge um, as just learning more and more and more. And then, you know, your confidence starts to build and um, they can question you all you want, but you can tell them whatever they need to know. And that's the thing, you know, I always say that nine times out of 10, a female is going to sell more than a man can anyway, because, you know, a female, they're going to sell because of, they're going to sell on emotion, right? We, we sell and buy on emotion. We don't sell and buy on gear and how we're going to do it and all of those stupid things that people think that we're going to sell on. As men, that's what we want to push. Um, but as a right. female, it's really we're selling on emotion. And even if we're selling to a man, right, we're still selling. They're still buying on emotion. They're probably buying it because their wife is telling them to buy it in the first place or their boss or somebody <laughs> telling them to buy it or clean it in the first place. And so these are some things that we can do and we can um, make sure that this happens. And so it is pretty cool to see when you are successful at going out there and talking to these people. And, you know, it, it's not like the worst thing going to happen is they're going to tell you, no, well, good for them. Go find the next one. Right. Um, and that's the mindset that we have to overcome a lot of times. Of Well, there might be, you know, fear is the worst thing that we have. Fear is, you know, we can be afraid of everything. I've seen so many people um, not do well because they're scared. They're scared to death. They they don't want to. They don't want to do Facebook lives. They don't want to go out and put signs out. They don't want to go do door knocking. They don't want to flip rocks. It's because I'm scared. Somebody might tell me I'm stupid or I'm whatever, or they tell me to run off and don't ever come back and. That's that fear in the back of their mind. And so fear is definitely something that we have to overcome. Fear is one of those things that, you know, I can't make you overcome that, but you have to overcome fear. If you can't overcome fear, 
you're going to really struggle being in business. And so with fear being so um, strong, and you had said that when you first started there about overcoming fear, as you get more into it and you learn, you learn how to overcome fear. You And you even said you watch videos to, you know, the self-affirmation, you know, and that's huge. If you're not doing that every morning, you're, you're you know, having somebody saying, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. Or if you have that thing in the back of your head saying, you can't do this, you suck, you're too old, you're a female, you're blah, 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 whatever. Um, you're too young, you're too old. You, you can come up with enough excuses for anything out there. Um, and, and I see it all the time. I see excuses after excuses after excuses, right? And we can come up with excuses for anything if we want it to happen. But how do we overcome those, bro? We listen to every morning of, hey, you can do this, right? You are amazing. You can do this. You can do this. And you can do this. And here's the thing. If you don't believe that you can do it, you're not going to do it. But if you believe that you can do it, you can do anything and you're going to be unstoppable and there is no stopping to you, you know, and that's the, the amazing thing about it is, is what you can do. So um, with that, what are some things um, I know you had said you listened to, but what are some other things um, that has helped you get through some of the harder times, um, especially um, being as a business owner and a partner? Um, how have you um, got that, um, get through those times. Prayer. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, Jesus. Jesus, take the wheel. No, um, I would say I just can't emphasize enough, um, how important the mindset is. Like when I say I listen to things, it's all day long. If I'm doing laundry, I've got my headphones in. I'm either listening to your podcast, someone else's podcast, learning about mold. Um, I've got signs on the walls, writing down our goals. We meet like once a week, um, trying to meet more than that. But we're constantly going over our goals. And... Um, I think, like I said, we give each other grace, and I look up to him and admire him because he um, is consistent no matter what, um, and he's disciplined, and he is always going and flipping rocks, and no matter if you don't get any phone calls, no matter if the phone doesn't ring, uh, no matter if it's raining, snowing, whatever, he's still going out there flipping rocks. And that encourages me to be the same or else I'm going to let him down as a partner. So so I thought I was reading into the future about me. I'm currently at the most almost homeless stage. What would you tell somebody that is at that stage? What are some things that you would give words of encouragement for? Rather than both, one or both of you. Yeah, um, uh, honestly, man, uh, just just like a quick, like, uh, just story. So uh, I, I love this out, but I, I had, uh, you know, built a retirement. I had, like, over six figures in liquid uh, retirement, you know, 15 years in the military. I only had five years left, and I would have been, you know, sitting on a beach with a pension, you know, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I lost all of it, and... Uh, one of the things I'll tell you, man, is the best thing that's happened to me in this world was only having $100 to my name after building all that stuff. And the reason why is because it showed me that it's not necessarily like where you are in the moment, it's where you're going and what habits and rituals are you building to get yourself there. Because I can tell you, like, you can be like a millionaire, lose everything, but once you've uh, made that first million for me it's only that first hundred thousand you already got the blueprint to make it back man and don't don't ever give up man like never never give up you know because you you can absolutely make make it and you can make all that money back and you can even make it tenfold so never give up man keep moving like just keep moving motion is like everything even when those doubts come in just say shut up and get up and go do something. It doesn't even matter if you have a plan. Just get out there. 
um, market, get on social media, go knock on someone's door. And yeah, it's not, it's not that much fun, but um, what's the alternative? So just get out there, keep moving. Um, and you just have to believe that you're putting in all this work for a reason. And it's going to come back to you. Like, there's no way you're putting in this much hard work without it coming back to you. That's what I always tell myself. Yep. That is true. Um, so, you know, and one of the things I see is, is keep flipping rocks, right? Don't, don't just stop and have a sob story. And, you know, um, Chris was saying that he's got $2,500 worth of equipment back of the truck and that's how he's done seventy almost seventy five thousand dollars. Right. And so, you know, I, I see so many people um they get into this, I gotta have this tool, I gotta have that tool and but then you don't do marketing. And marketing is the thing that is the most important part of what we do. I mean, if we're not doing marketing, that's that's what we have to do is marketing, marketing, marketing. Um so those are definitely some things that, you know, you guys done well, and you have um, keep it pushing and keep it going, right? Um, you found out that yard signs work, right? And you put them right next to Chris's sign just so you can look pretty next to Chris. Um, and so, uh, what does somebody ask the question? What does your yard sign say? Does it say all these like hundreds of services, or what does your all uh, yard sign say? It's ugly. <laughs> And it's funny, like, we're, we're the most basic yard signs, but we're obnoxious because we got the biggest one. We got the 18 by 24, and everybody else has got the pretty little yard signs with the logos and the website. And ours is just obnoxious, pressure washing, phone no. number, in the most ridiculous, like, hard to get out places. <laughs> yeah. And what does that like, Chris's signs look like? It's actually really nice. Uh, he's got a really professional sound. Like, he's got, you know, the logo. Uh, they even mix it up a little bit, which, you know, I, I need to, like, I really got to get out to lunch with that guy and pick his thing. But uh, it mix it up, like, depending on, like, what type of season. And I guess, like, you know, what they know that they're going to make the most money of. Um, so they're not always, like, uh, promoting pressure washing. You know, they'll do, like, Stuff with the gutters too, which I think is brilliant because you know there is definitely a gutter season out here to make a lot of money. Yeah, so that's why you know I'm kind of poking at Chris because Chris is one that I can poke with, and so um, Chris is a pretty cool dude too. So right. not just Chris, but the other Chris. Both of your names, Chris, and so um, that's <laughs> Chris Johnson. There. So with that, um, you're gonna are you? Um, what are your plan for Christmas lights? Yeah, so uh, we actually we went ahead and started marketing. Um, when we knew we were going to do it in July, we went through a whole customer list. Uh, we already got two estimates. Uh, we actually got one tomorrow. Um, and I'm, I'm marketing now. Like, I'm, I'm not waiting. I know some people have said to wait. Uh, but, you know, one of our guys, and he's a real cool guy. Me and him talk quite a bit. Uh, he's already marketing now, too, and he's already got six estimates. This is his first year. Um, so for us, I'm like, hey, let's get the flyers out. Let's get the yard signs out. Uh, if we can afford EDM, let's do the EDM now. Um, let's get up on the Facebook groups, which we've been doing, uh, you know, doing, like, cold emailing, uh, going through our customer client list that we already have. I mean, we, we've done that, too, and we've got to lead off it. Um, so we're, we're just going all in. Um, we're in the ground running. And with the Myrtle Beach area, there's not really a lot of outdoor lighting people. There are some. Uh, so it is one of those things that we know we kind of really have to build this in this area um, to really get the word out. So, I mean, we're, I mean, even the people I'm like washing houses for, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, by the way, man, like, we're going to be doing Christmas lights. So we got all these Yankees coming down that love Christmas lights. So we're, we're getting into those communities, man, and we're trying to network with them because. That's a big thing up north, and we're all moving down here, so we're we're welcome, you know. So one of the things that is one of the hardest things to do is getting off the truck. What were some of the steps that you took to try to get off the truck? I just did it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) shoot fire. 
Yeah, I, I mean, really, uh, you know, one of the cool things with the military is I, I had to learn to be a leader very young in my career. I, I was a leader about four years in, so last, you know, 11 years, I've been a leader. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you the best thing to do, man, is just build systems and processes, which we're still working on. Like, we're not perfect. Um, but you, you just got to trust them. You know, like, you're not always going to have the best hires, and they're not always going to do, you know, as good a job as you do. But you got to trust that they're going to do the work, do it, you know, good enough, um, even if that's, like, 80% of what you would do, and that the customer's going to be happy at the end of the day. And I think that's where the systems and processes come in and the trust. And you, you just got to... Just gotta let it go, man. I mean, if you want your business to grow, you gotta let it go, and you gotta focus on what's more important, which is bringing the actual money in. And and with that, um, you know, like I said, that is one of the hardest things for a lot of people to do is to get off the truck and trust people. And you know, I always push about leadership, and I've been definitely pushing it here lately. Um, and that's what it really comes down to is the leadership. Um, and so, you know, these are definitely some things that we need to work on, right? And so if someone's trying to get off the truck, what are some things that they can look at to try to get off the truck for them? Yeah, I honestly go through your program. I, 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 I'll, I'll be real. Like, I mean, you're, you're stuck with the job forms and, you know, the 25 um, – or 26 step uh, house wash. I mean, if you really just follow everything you're selling in your program mm-hmm. and you train your people right, you're going to be fine. You know, just, just follow these guys. So, you know, he's really been the reason why we've been so successful. Um, you know, I, I know I'm, I'm like, I, I give you a lot of props right now, but really, I mean, it's, it's the systems and processes. It's just like Chick fil A and McDowell's. You know, maybe they have, like, a worker two weeks, and then two weeks later they have a different worker, but they have a system and process to have that worker coming in, be trained up within a certain amount of time, doing the exact same thing that last worker was doing. It's the same concept in pressure washing. So uh, Chris finally Chris finally got on here. Um, he said, is that the tactical out of Merle's Inlet? Um, yeah, they're coming after you. They're going to make the 750000 for you to do. They just started this year, Chris. So, um, is what, uh, that's what he said. That's what Chris Wright here said. So, uh, um, that's, that's what's going to happen there. So, <laughs> Chris is a great guy. Um, and I, I'm going to have to get with him. I, I know I've asked him to get a lunch, but I'll have to get with him again because he, he's somebody that I definitely want to. Uh, have as a mentor, man, because he, he's actually extremely motivating. We mm-hmm. we can listen to his, like, live thing you did with him, like, yeah. five to ten times. I'm like, oh, my God, this dude is dropping, like, dimes right now. So I'm, like, just eating everything up. He's, he's an awesome guy. He put, he put <laughs> games on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, I was oh, so Kyle McGuire. I was in your area this weekend, Washington, Myrtle Beach. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, so, what um, what are some things that you want to do? Two hundred thousand. What are some things that you um, want to do or be able to do when you hit that goal? You know, one thing that you all talked about, and, and this is one thing I talk a lot about too, is right writing down your goals. Um, you know, this, it is so important to write down our goals. If we don't write goals, then we're just shooting at nothing, right? We're just shooting up in the air and hoping to hit nothing. But, you know, I, I see so many times people sit there and say, man, I wrote down these goals, Jason. And you know what? I hit it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's amazing what happens when you write down your goals. And so what are some things that has helped you uh, or what are some goals that you want to do by um, what are just what are some goals that you want to try to hit this year or maybe even the five year goal? They're right behind us. Yeah, we, we write everything. Yeah. We literally write everything down. Uh, it's funny. I, I know you say to write it down, but the reason why I did it because I, I failed a class in college and I had to go to this like you're in trouble class. And the lady was like, "If you write something down and listen to classical music, you have it." better way of remembering it. So when I heard you say it, I was like, okay, we're in the board. And now we've been writing, like, all our goals down. 
We're at our dining room table right now. This is this is our background. So like the kids, we sit at dinner with the kids, and they'll look at the board and be like, "How many reviews are you trying to get?" But yeah, we set all of the goals, and we're always changing the stats so we can see how close we are to what we want to get to, and then we figure out how we're going to hit those goals. Well, I don't see on that board now we're talking about taking over uh, Chris Johnson's business here. I'm like, going, going to hit $700,000 for And Chris knows I'm joking with him, but he, he did put a great point here. The only target that gets hit is the one you see. Um, and it is important, right? You guys are seeing these goals every day. And it's and you know what? It's so amazing when we write our goals down and when we hit things, you know, I had put big hag goals on my stuff. And, you know, uh, really they say a BHAG goal is, you know, something that you really should never achieve, right? That's something that's so big that you should never achieve. And one thing that I've always struggled with is is to dream big and have BHAG goals. And, you know, this is one of the things that, you know, when you hit those things, it is amazing, right? And you realize that you can do amazing things by just writing it down, right? And you would think, oh, Jason, that's just so stupid. You're just writing, you're just writing something down. But it is so true that if you do not do this, you know, you are just, you're not shooting for nothing. And so um, with that, you know, it is very important to do this. Um, so one of the things that I always talk about um, is like ed- getting education, reading books and stuff like that. Is there any particular books or are you guys reading books um, that you that like sticks out that is like, man, that was a great book that everybody should read? The E-Myth, I would say. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The E-Myth, yeah. Definitely. That was a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um there's one, I, I don't know if, if you guys mentioned it, so, like, before I met my wife, um, I, I'm trying not to get in trouble saying this, but I, I read a dating book, uh, it's called 3% Man, and I think uh, the guy that you had on, uh, the Russian guy from Minnesota, he, he said some things, and I was like, man, I wonder if this guy, he, he probably read this book. Um, but to me, sales is a lot like dating. And when you look at it, I mean, if you ask like a hundred girls, you know, you might have like 20 that show some kind of interest. And out of the 20, you know, you might have 10 say yes. And of those 10, maybe five of them go out with you. And really sales is the same thing. It's, it's really a numbers game. Cause I, I mean, we keep track of everything. We got like all the leads we've done, how we've been able to get the leads and what our close percentage is, which is 37%. Which uh, my wife, she's being very nice. She's a freaking sales assassin. She's like killing. She has no. She she had no no idea like anything about pressure washing, but yet she has an average ticket of nine hundred sixty three dollars, but thirty seven percent close rate with seventy three k for the year. So she's like she's killing it. She is like the Girl Scout cookies, man. She's just killing it out there with uh, the sales. Um, Rivertown, Chris put great book. Who moved the cheese? It's one night read that will change your life. Outlook on life. Um, I know he had talked about it um, before. Um, who moved my cheese? Um, I know there's a ton more because we're always listening to books. Um, I'm gonna check that one out. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that even people in the military read that. But, uh, I know it's like a kid's book, but no, I've, I've had like even uh, commanders talk about that book, so I'm, I'm going to check that one out. Right now, I'm listening to The Magic of Thinking Big. That's a great book. Yeah, we just suggested it, not one of Um It is a definitely a great book. Um, it's one of my favorite ones right now, for sure. Um, so what, if someone is thinking about starting, what are some words of encouragement for someone that is either thinking about starting or maybe having trouble getting things off the ground? Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I was talking to Ryan Lee not too long ago and I, I gave him this analogy when we were talking. Um, so I, before I got into this business, I was uh, trained to be an MMA fighter um, and I was a submission grappler for six years. Uh, I got really high level. 
day one, I was not beating the black belts. And, and you have to, like, you got to think this, though, like, you're a white belt, right? Like, and it takes you time to progress to the ranks. And those people, like Jason, you know, even Chris on here, you know, they're the veterans, man. And, and those are the guys you have to go, you know, uh, like you said, I mean, God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. Like, go and ask questions and just soak up all that information. And over time, you'll get better. But you're not going to come in there off the rip making a million dollars. It takes time. It's just like fighting. You know, it, it took me six years to get good enough to start getting fights. So it's the exact same thing with business. Like, you just have to realize that you're coming in there crawling, but eventually you will be running. Um, so it is a process at the end of the day. Yeah, I feel like you literally have to armor yourself um, against all of the doubts you have and just just go, like, just move and just go. I'm, I'm kind of a, uh, I can be a perfectionist sometimes and get caught up in the details of things. So, like, where I would obsess about a logo, which I did obsess about a logo for a long time, you know, he's like, let's get it done, let's get it done. And um, you just have to remember that if you don't start, nothing's going to happen. And you can always edit it, which is what he told me. <laughs> so, you know that little thing called an edit button? We can use that. So, just... Yeah, just move and just keep those wheels going. You know, that's something that you just said that is pretty profound that a lot of people struggle with is it's not perfect, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so if we take action, it's better than never taking action because if it's, if we, we, it will never be perfect. I don't care what you do. Um, you, you might be perfect today, tomorrow you want to change it because it's never going to be perfect. And, and, right. and I see so many people get into this thing of they will never do nothing because it never gets perfect, right? And so yeah, so with that, that is some pretty key words there that you just said of, you know, just take action, just do it, you know? And, and that's what I'm going to tell you. You know, done is better than not done at all. Done is way better than I'm going to do it someday. Um, and so just go do it. Take action. You know, that's in that book, The Magic of Thinking Big is, is, you know, the one of the things they say is, is just do something, right? Get it moving forward and just take action. Because when you start taking action, then other things start rolling down the line for you and it will help you keep growing and keep moving. Right. Yeah. The, um, there's a quote that I love. Um, oh my gosh, I can't remember his name right now. But... Uh, you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. And so I constantly tell myself that. And it, it is an everyday battle. Every time I make a graphic, every time I go to post something, it's, it's yeah, analysis paralysis. It's an obsession. And so it's constantly feeding my mind with positive things and talking back to myself. No matter, that might sound crazy, but I literally just have to stop myself from going down that rabbit hole. I had to do it this afternoon with a Christmas flyer. I was obsessing too much. I had to shake it off and then just start over and time myself and go. Yeah. I want to hit on one thing. Um, actually, because the reason why I'm going to hit on it is you had said something about it. And and I had I'd actually heard this about two or three weeks ago, somebody emailed me something and said that they did, started kind of doing this. And and it's going to kind of be here with Chris, the other Chris too, uh, about putting your sign up next to someone else's sign. And I know so many people won't do that because they feel like that is such a bad thing. They won't put it up next to someone else's sign. And actually, there has been studies been done that... Um, that like if you have a Coke machine and it's all there by itself, it'll do a hundred thousand dollars. If you add a Pepsi machine right next to it, they mm -hmm. both will do a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Because now I have a should I use should it be Pepsi or should it be Coke? And so mm -hmm. and there's actually studies that there's studies been done that this is you know putting a sign by yard sign by next to somebody else's both of them have actually went up. And so with that, um, 
like I said, about two or three weeks ago, somebody messaged me and said, hey, you know, I've been putting my signs next to somebody else's sign, and I get more phone calls by me putting my sign next to that person. And so, you know, that's a pretty cool thing. And now, obviously, we don't want to be a $99 guy next to the, the, the other guy. And if we can be close into pricing, then it's just who are you going to use at that point, right? Who Who's going to get the better sales? Because they're probably going to call both. And if we're both at um, $1,000, guess what? They're going to pick one of you, and that's going to be one of you you're going to get it. And so, you know, those are some things that, you know, I've never really talked about. And I've never really had the data to show on pressure washing signs. But I like I know DJ, he won't put a sign next to another pressure washing sign. But it's kind of interesting because we know the data of Coke and that has been a thing that has been done by like Coke and a couple other things. And it shows that you have one person have their sign or one Coke up there by itself versus the competitor. Right. And, and it's it, and it makes sense because. If you think about it, anywhere there's a McDonald's, there's a Wendy's, right? It, there's a Wendy's within an eyesight of a McDonald's. Um, anytime there's a Chick-fil-A, there's a um, somebody else is trying to um, come up next. There's another chicken stand within Chick-fil-A. Um, and, and so it is kind of interesting to see that. And like I say, I just had this conversation about two or three weeks ago um, with somebody saying, hey, have you ever... You know, I've tried it and it actually works for me. And so it's kind of interesting to see that you were there. And I know both of you, and that's what's funny. Um, you know, both of you are cool people. And I think you both should go eat dinner sometime and learn, you know, just um, for sure. Um, you know, and, you know, it's one of those things. You know, I, I see so many people like, oh, I don't want to tell my secrets. Or, you know, you don't have to tell your secrets. And you know what? Is it really a secret at the end of the day? You know, you know, um, in my class, um, I give it all out. I let everything go. You know, I had, um, I had, um, I had, what's his name? Fred's like, well, there's a secret and there's a competitor. Is it really a secret at the end of the day? You know what the secret is? Take action because that is the secret. If you take action, you don't have to worry about your competitors. Your competitors are nothing at the end of the day, right? They're going to do their thing. And it's just like anything. There's going to people be people that buy from you because they like a bald-headed dude that that's what they like. And there are going to be people that like an old dude that's like Chris, right? There's going to be people out there that are going to buy only from certain people because they might they know, like, and trust you, and you've built that know, like, and trust, and they're going to buy from you. There's people that won't buy from me because I talk the way I talk, and that's fine. That's not my problem, right? And so... These are things that make everything. And yes, you are 100% right. You know, a rising tide rises, all ships come up, right? And so this is what happens when we work together, we network with each other. You know, there might be a job that, man, this job is huge. Hey, Chris, can you help me out here? And I guarantee you what, and he'll do the same thing, right? Because that's what happens when we work together. I see so many times people. Now, I understand that there's there's slugs out there, right? There's people out there that they they want to be the ninety nine dollar guy. You can't tell them what to do, and and, and that's fine. That's fine. You, you go do your thing at that point. Um, and and mm-hmm. that's the thing that um, that is pretty awesome. And Chris, but I'm an open book. I want everyone to win, and he would love to go eat dinner with you. So now, my challenge to you all this week is. Find Chris and go eat dinner with him or lunch. Um, so that's my challenge to you all. And I guarantee you it will help everybody out at the end of the day, right? And, and so that is, um, that is things that we can do. And I didn't even think that this live was going to go this way. I, knew, I didn't even know you all were from Myrtle Beach. And so it is just, just something that, you know, is awesome to be able to see that you guys starting out from zero this year, absolutely nothing, um, $100 in the bank account, and you've done $73,000. How life-changing has that been for you all? It's been amazing. I, I, it's probably, I, I, even in like, the military, I was in six. I've never even seen that kind of money. So like, it, it's, it is life-changing. Like, you start seeing that kind of money, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I, I can have you know, financial freedom, you know, I can have time with my family, I can, you know, give my family a better life, 
where before, I mean, we were like paycheck to paycheck in debt. Uh, you know, one thing too, I'm, I'm a bad with my wife because she doesn't talk much, but um, she paid off 30 grand this year in debt. Uh, we met each other. We were able to pay all our debt off for debt free. We did the Dave Ramsey thing. And I mean, our life has completely changed, you know, for the better and it's continuing to change. Um, and I do want to go back to Chris. Now we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely meet up, man. We got to, Gotta pick your brain, cause man, you got some good stuff. And what are what is your goal for giving away? I know you give a lot to the veterans. What's your goal this year for that? Yeah, so we we want to give ten percent of everything we make. Uh, so far, we've been able to give seven grand. Um, so my goal is to give them twenty k. Uh, you know, we want to hit two hundred thousand or more. So I want to give them twenty k or more this year. Um, that's going to be my goal. Uh, like I said, I've been there, so I have a different like view on it, um, and I want to give everything I can. I mean, if I can buy like some more of the tiny homes, like that's that's going to be the goal in the future is to keep giving them more homes to keep uh, homeless or giving homes to these homeless vets because there's a lot of them out here, unfortunately. And you know what's awesome too about you, Chris, is is you're not just giving your time, or you're not just giving money. You're also giving your time, right? And, and I think that is a huge thing, right? When we can give our time, you know, money is good. Don't get me wrong, but if we can give our time, that is something that's invaluable. At the end of the day, that's something that will help you, and it will help them, and it will help your guys, right? It will help your because that will that will bring a, as the community grow. Your community grows as your employees and team um, and you go do things and they see that it isn't just about money for you. It's you're giving money back to the, the, you're giving money back to the community and you're giving your guys and stuff along those lines can all help everything at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. And one of the things too, man, I know I'm, I'm kind of going off here, but like, um, and I'm just speaking from experience from being a leader before I, you know, a lot of times, like, you know, in the military, even, you know, two guys we got now, they're, they're two kids out of high school. Uh, I'm not going to go, like, too much into the business. They, they never had fathers in their lives. So, you know, they had some issues before they came to us. And they have only been with me two months, but I've invested so much in these guys, regardless of if they work out long-term or not. I know they're leaving me better than what I found them. You know, and, and I saw, like, them become men. You know, just by going out and giving to the community, like you just see their heart change, man. And to me, as a leader, man, like there's nothing better than to see your people like outgrow you and outrun you. Um, so as a leader, like you should really be doing everything you can to make those people a lot better than what you found them. I mean, you can really impact somebody's life as a leader. Don't take that lightly because it's not a right responsibility at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing what you can do um, with anything in life. Um, just set your standards high and be an example. I mean, who would have thought with a pressure washing business we could help out homeless veterans? I mean, you know, but but we are. Like, you can find ways to bring more meaning to your business. Um, what was I going to say? Um Going back to our techs, um, I think it's awesome that they were able to see how important it is to our business and what we do um, to do that job, um, to offer our service and our time. Like I, I know that that impacted them as well as the, the veterans, but it helped us create a culture and show them our core beliefs. Um, that it's not all about making money. Making money is a huge part, but it's not all about making money. Yep. You're right about that. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Um, go check out kingofpressurewash.com. I think it's dog days of summer is the discount code. If you want that discount code, um, you can join the membership. Um, other than that, we have some in-person training coming up in September and August, or September and October down in Raleigh, North Carolina. We'll be doing some pressure wash training and some Christmas light training. And it was pretty awesome this weekend to see the guys come in and learn. Um, and so that's, um, I would definitely highly recommend you 
sign up for those classes. Um, and other than that, thank you all for coming in and coming on here. And we'll see you all later. Hang on, hang out here. All right, guys, that is all the time we have for today's show on the King of Pressure Wash podcast. I know you found this as exciting as I did. If you appreciate the work we do it here at King of Pressure Wash, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And give this episode a five-star review. I would appreciate it very much. This helps me get to other people so that they can be successful just like you can be also. And if you're looking to start and grow your own pressure washing business to give you and your family financial freedom, time freedom, be sure to sign up at thekingofpressurewash.com so you can be the king of pressure washing in your area.